also changing as well. You know, in the first game, you dealt very much with the child aspect of the Alma entity. And in this game, you're dealing more with the woman. Um, she has some different needs. She has different desires. Uh, your interactions with her are going to be much more personal and more intimate in this game. She's going to get in your face a lot. She's going to touch you more than she did in the first game. And it's going to be creepy on whole new levels. episode number 11 what day is it 19th 20th 20th today oh, yeah, July yeah and uh, we're just doing this to re- recap all of the rest of E3 uh, so this is our last part of E3 podcast and we'll just go over a lot of games and that's it for um, now yeah and uh, oh yeah we could talk about the two human demo oh yeah you love that yeah, and so. a bit more on Crisis after the freezing yeah. thing. That was cool. Yeah, that was interesting. It's kind of a big twist. Yeah. And we'll, I guess we'll talk about movies later on. But yeah, we'll talk about that definitely. So Avatar. But you haven't watched it, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, things I forgot to mention last podcast. Like, uh, when I was thinking that the Gears 2 footage was more like a vertical slice, uh, they, I didn't realize they were actually three-fourths part of the whole campaign of the whole game. So they're really wait, wait, wait. far ahead in Let's the game. Let's clarify. It means three-fourth through the campaign, not yeah. of the campaign. That would mean the game's only about ten minutes long. Yeah, yeah. Which means that, uh, yeah, it's, that's why you're seeing lots of stuff happening at once. Like, you saw this enemy, this enemy, they're all new. It's a bit of a spoiler, though. Isn't yeah, it? it's pretty much, but I guess they're balls I mean, enough if you, if to show you, that. If you would know that at three-fourths, the whole place is cracked and... Yeah. And they're invading. It's I something mean, to look being, forward what, to. What's but going on between the first pit, you know? Or do we go underground? They'll or? need to bring something even crazier to... Is there going to be a trilogy? Is there going to be a third one? I don't know. I don't think... Maybe... I think they have expressed it. Cause I mean, because if it's another hang cliffhanger... You haven't seen the ending of the original Gears, right? I have seen, like, with the... Queen... Yeah, queen they're just like, uh, you know... It's, it's like you killed the dude who killed your captain... And you're riding the train, and then you just have this kind of, you know, we're not dead, you haven't won, haha, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. get you, kind of thing. Was, Which is a very weird kind of I didn't like know, that closure. Yeah. It's not really a cliffhanger, there's no cliff to hang on to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, so, what else? And then, uh, I forgot to mention that Mirror's Edge, uh, which I guess we should talk a little more, but it seems like it's not as on rails as we thought it would be, and... You have to do every jump yourself. and it's You have to press when you grab the things. Yeah. Well, when you see a lot of the online, uh, not the pro videos where they just show how cool they no, are. No, like the, the kind of amateur ones. Yeah. They just go, oh, shit, I missed that. Oh, <laughs> slip. Oh, ah, crunch. Yeah, it's very much like uh, in a podcast I was hearing, there was a guy who was talking about, he was watching people play Mirror's Edge. It was very much like the first few scenes in The Matrix where Kino wants to make that jump and he like looks <laughs> down like whoa and he like okay, like kind of this. kind of edges up and like <laughs> yeah. you know, puts his feet first like yeah that's 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 a long way down yeah <laughs> that's exactly what those players were doing and then 
just keep I think they were kind of trying to figure out whether, you know, it was all kind of visible down Yeah, because it's a, for anyone who's probably at E3, it's a very different kind of game because it's like a first-person platformer. And also, in E3, you want to know everything about the game that you're trying. It's not just like yeah. having fun. It's more about analyzing and getting most out of the experience. So they want to see what's going on. And, but I think, yeah, they were scared. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to die. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like... Definitely. I mean, we, there was a demo, and this dude who was the official guy was playing it. And he he died like three times on the same ramp. place. <laughs> <laughs> and like, not my day, not my yeah. day. And they're like trying to keep it alive. Like, yeah. Apparently, there's like the, you know, you saw that dot thing in the middle? That's, that's the grab like, point. That's your like line of reference. Like, if you point it at something. Yeah, you can't yeah. normally see it unless you're playing it. Yeah. I think that's the point. You don't want the HUD. There's no HUD. There isn't, no. So, I mean, even when you have even a gun, you, yeah, there's no know, bullets, like... Well. You run out of bullets, you sc- I mean, you don't have any more, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And did we talk about Sonic Unleashed properly last time, or did we just mention No, I think we completely... We'll talk about it. that later, then. Yeah. Uh, as we go so, forward through it. Yeah. And then so, there was a God of War 3 trailer. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, the, the point of the trailer was, yep. We're making it. Yeah, it, it exists. <laughs> That's all you need to know right now. And, yeah, it it wasn't even a proper trailer. It's just, it, like, kind of panorama of places and yeah. then anyway. just shouting a line. The next thing to uh, talk about a little was Fable 2, which Fable I mentioned quite bef- before, but now I like that they since playing the first game, now they're adding actual more depth to the stuff that was already in the game. Like, you could buy houses in the first game, but it didn't really have anything of importance other than you need a house if you want to marry yeah. uh, and you know but you don't bring up children and everything so it seems like they're trying to deliver on all the promises they promised in the first game mm. like stuff like uh, actually if you buy Tree houses growing. <laughs> <laughs> leaves floating that could be crazy but that's in Far Cry 2 so yeah, but who's gonna sit there just going, grow? <laughs> just crouch grow. down and look up at the tree and like, oh! Like, miracle grow. <laughs> <laughs> miracle. Genius. Yeah, so. What are your equipment? Apparently, if you buy houses in Fable 2, it actually helps the economy of the city. Oh. So that's very uh, Sim City ish. And uh, you can actually see character stats for each NPC. So that's kind of weird. Like, if you come up to an NPC, you can see, like, their stats. And so apparently it shows how much they care about you, like how much they hate you. So that's interesting. Uh, like real life. You can, <laughs> you can like check up on how you're doing with a, some one single NPC, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. They show that a second of that. And uh, so apparently the dog... Is it going to have like a lot of depth, like, you know, Mass Effect character, kind of, you know, how they I don't know. Uh, like, in the first game, it was all much like, they just respond to, to whatever you do. Like, if you burp or whatever, they don't like it. But <laughs> in this actual game, it's kind of cool, because uh, they would just express their emotion. But actually, now you have character uh, stats to that. So, they'll be Burping plus 22 you. angry with you, <laughs> or plus 22 sad with you, or whatever. Yeah, as as you level up your burping skills. Like, so, that'll be interesting. At the end, you can kill, kill Maybe people they could, with your burp. Maybe they could add, like, Mass Effect, like, dialogue stuff, because if you're building relationships... You know, like I that. heard that there's, like, unprecedented amount of voice work in Fable 2. It's like, there's a yeah. whole article about 350,000 <laughs> lines, not hours. Hours yeah. would be stupid. But, yeah, I mean, so... Oh, uh, and uh, have you heard about you have to do community service? 
So like well, like in Oblivion, yeah, like in Oblivion, other games where either you just arrest or resist arrest, yeah. In this yeah, Oblivion, can... if you resist arrest, you die unless yeah. you're, you're top, you're god. <laughs> you know, you have... Yeah, the guards are like the mega mega bosses. Yeah, they're, they're even harder than the bosses. Yeah. You know? But yeah, if when you're like the highest level, you can just kind of push them and they die. <laughs> yeah, but. The other thing is, obviously, the dog is really the selling point of this game, apparently. I mean, it doesn't look that much, but oh. it's going to be played so much. Like, first, I've seen the it's combat, like yeah. Uh, no, it's not going to be that much uh, what about War- babysitting. Warcraft kind of, you know, pet kind of thing, where you attack and you collect. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, in combat, yeah. They'll attack, like, the dog will attack. I think it... It has an AI where it attacks the most important character. Mm. Like, uh, but the problem with the World of Warcraft pets, they, you know, die a lot, you know? Yeah. So, if your dog dies, yeah, if, is it like a revive? Is it a summon? No, it's not. I it's didn't like find out that uh, if the dog has, like, you know, god mode on or whatever. Yeah, it might be self-preservation running away. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you can hurt it, yeah? And I saw when it's hurt, and it looks really sad. Like, its actual feet is limping, yeah? And, <laughs> and the thing is, like, it will never leave you. So, if, like, there's... There's one story he keeps on talking about more, and you like, if you like, leave it alone and run away to like oblivion. Like, remember the uh, fan, yeah. uh, the standing ovation fan. Like, if you just left him away, and then you could just throw him down. But in this one, like he, this dog will follow you. And actually, he told a story like, if you're in the bar and you're drinking, like you can actually drink in the game and get in a bar and like, you know, have a strip club. Yeah, and then the dog will actually get come all the way to your bar and actually come to the door and no cutscene or anything and I'll just come and <laughs> cutscene with like no cutscene with the dog going <laughs> you <laughs> left me there eye. you bastard I'll come to get you it's like if Avatar left his uh, bison and then the bison came all the way back to him <laughs> <It's like> the <laughs> door cracks open yeah I'm like Howdy, partner. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Fable 2. So the community service actually brings up its own so site. So you quest. rake? You know, the front lawn? And... It could, I don't know about that, but it could. it's definitely like, uh, for each little thing you do, it has its own side quest now. So with community service, you can do certain side quests. In jail, you do certain side quests. Jail? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> like Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> Make a prom bit. And, like, everything, like, with houses, I guess they're probably side quests. With certain areas, they might be side quests. So, like, I think in the Fable 1, my major criticism was that there weren't enough side quests. There were, I think in total, missions, yeah, there were 25, and that's it. Why in in a Kotor game or, like, Mass Effect, there would be, like, literally 100 or something. Actually, I've been playing Mass Effect. There's not that much, you know. It's just each of them are pretty long, especially the ma- ma- main ones, the four main ones. Yeah. Oh, five or six. Um, they're like each about an hour long, mm-hmm. or an hour and a half, and the final ones about two hours. I mean, and the side missions are about there's about twenty of them, you know. But they're, okay, they're all kind of you know confrontation. I've been recently playing through the end. Yeah. And then just having all of them listed out, the ones I didn't do, because I didn't do uh-huh. any side quests. So now I'm just going through all the side quests, but they're kind of mal undesigned, you know. They're like it's like a kind of a like a laboratory experiment whether you can live through this or not. It's not like a corridor where you fight. Mm-hmm. It's this big box with like loads of like crates and stuff. And there's about seventeen or twenty enemies, which is really really hard. So is and it like randomly generated kind of dungeon? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've I've encountered about four or five side missions, but most of the time. 
you go through you go through the entrance. There's about a wave of enemies. Oh yeah. And you go to the next room, and there's a smaller wave. Mm-hmm. And then you meet the guy who triggers the cutscene and mm-hmm. talks. Yeah, yeah. And you do the mission, and you get information, or you get a new armor, or you oh, save okay. someone, or you get a history backup. So it's about getting. It's like a, there's a big obstacle between you and the target. Yeah, yeah. And the obstacle is just seventeen or twenty enemies, which is a, which doesn't sound like much in FPS standards, but they all got shield. They all got yeah. biotic powers. They all can do speed. They all can pump themselves up like you. And they all can do kind of supporting firepower and stuff. And it's really hard when you only, you only got three people who are stupid yeah. as hell. And yeah, that's why I forgot to mention when I did play Mass Effect for three hours, like the squad AI is pretty terrible. And also... That's why I want and, the PC version. And also, it's stupid because you, you definitely want the PC version. Because when there's 17 people in front of you, the frame rate is zero. Murdered. <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't see anything. No, yeah, I, I looked left. It was, like, bad it, it was like nine frames per second really literally yeah. so bad and when there's explosion it kind of freezes and then it unfreezes and you're dead so it's kind of you know it's unplayable kind of frame rate so that's why yeah. they put so many crates so you can't see them all at the same time <laughs> you know so, so yeah it's pretty interesting so yeah and then infamous which actually young you haven't seen that much but infamous now that I find, because this is a game that's been in wraps since the first trailer they showed, like it looked very prototype-ish, yeah? yeah? But now that I find out, it's really all about electricity. Is it? So your main character, he doesn't have any other powers other than being an electrical superhero kind of guy. So, like, it that seems kind of shallow, but they said, like, they've created a world where there's so much electrical stuff, like... You grab onto a pole, yeah? And you charge up, so you're, like, hanging on, like, a strip pole... And okay, charge. That's a good analogy. <laughs> and you're charging up, and then you get off, and you do your crazy attacks. And there's that crazy uh, super move where you bring on lightning from the sky. And uh, there's uh, like at the end of the demo, they show like this guy who keeps on throwing electric. Like he's one of the superhero, like your level kind of bad guy. So he throws, um, you know, electrical sonic wave charge things. To the ground blast kind of thing, so that was pretty cool. So, uh, and also you uh, you can be uh, you actually they seem to say that there are no weapons, like you don't shoot at all. So, so no gunplay. I mean, so that would be interesting how yeah. they how that plays out in terms of balance. Can he fly? <laughs> yeah, and apparently, like you're kind of like a human defibrillator because you can charge up humans and bring them to life. Did yeah, you but, know that? <laughs> aren't you like a loner? Yeah, you are, but I don't know. Why would you want to save, like, I killed you, now I'll revive you, (laughs) and I'll kill you again, and revive you. It's definitely got that same level of, like, prototype, this is kind of like an anti-hero, like, he doesn't care about anyone. Then why do you have to defibrillate? But I don't know how how much the defibrillating will work, so, it's kind of like, also it has platforming. Clear. (laughs) (laughs) They kind of, like, brush his hands together. (laughs) And uh, the, there's actual platforming in it. It's very much like uh, Assassin's Creed or Crackdown. So, like, you grab on little stuff and everything. And yeah. uh, Can you jump really high? So, unlike in Prototype, where it's more like Hulk, where you jump really yeah. high. Yeah, in this, it seems more like you're kind of... Kind of agile, yeah. parkour, super parkour. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, I should... Uh, Mad World, yeah, is one game that they didn't definitely show. But, like, apparently, like, everything in the Nintendo conference, like, everyone's got a huge letdown now, because now everyone thinks that Nintendo has lost it. 
they don't know what gamers the market is and oh yeah and so like the whole press conference was all about like some we music we resort yeah, it, was, and it wasn't about you know they, they, they weren't a, there wasn't a single actual proper game. game other than animal crossing and it's the same game with worse graphics they are just doing hardware stuff now and they're becoming yeah, the new microsoft in a way it's they're kind of sucking dry the you know the teeth of public stupidity i mean you don't like you don't expect this from nintendo because they always bring up the hardcore titles also i mean i think the... in a way they're trying to just you know do the uh anti-music you know they want to they want in on the music boom because mm. harmonics made have you rock band and yeah and you there's know there's rock revolution from konami and you know there's yeah. like drum mania which was there before yeah say. but like you know uh guitar hero that kind of is booming a lot now yeah and it's kind of running low on innovation because it's all about you know recreating yeah. music but but there was one thing new cool peripheral is Wii Motion Plus. Yeah, apparently it's just basically an upgraded version of the normal, so it's now even more, uh, what do you call, more precise. So they were showing a sword game, and they were showing oh, yeah, it's that really, really precise. Yeah. It's not waggling anymore, it's more, yeah, know, it's just motion kind of detection. So at least they're bringing a new hardware. But did they need to dedicate a whole presentation on just hardware? I mean, they yeah. could have just shown those two really quick. They could have shown, like, a trailer for Mad World or something. You know, something, Mad World. the game, you know, they should show... They should stop making games for the peripherals. Yeah. And use the peripherals for games. Yeah, it's becoming it's, too It's gimmicky. going backwards, you know? They're trying to promote the peripherals, which is kind of backwards logic. Yeah, it is. You know, you, you have peripherals to, in, like, kind of immerse yourself, to kind of... I mean, there's no new the Zelda game, game no new Mario game, and... Uh, they have got either create a new IP or just keep on making new of their old franchise. But you know they've never been really good at knowing what the public wants. They're just yeah. kind of blind luck. You know you remember like Virtual Boy and all that kind yeah. of gimmicky stuff. You know it hangs. You know and they like it, but sooner or later you know they're gonna run out of ideas. So they need to supply the fan base. Someone a needs bit to more. kick them and like yeah I'm a hardcore gamer. I, 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 I need some games. <laughs> I have a Wii. It's collecting dust. I I. Just give me one game, man. Dude, I'm not gonna buy every single one of your peripherals, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, I don't need a balance board to play, you know, Mario. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, it's obvious that they didn't want to show Mad World, because that's pretty much R rated kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, you don't, for, you for taking a, a stop sign it's not and the mainstream someone's eye. Kind of <laughs> concept, is it? But it's very much in the No More Heroes kind of lane of, mm. like, really, uh, over the top and. Uh, it's really gross. Like, it's grosser than Gilles But War. it's definitely not, like, meant to gross you out. It's yeah, it's to... very quirky. Like, they're playing up the humor, so it's... Yeah, it's, it, you got that kind of American kind of, oh, that gotta hurt kind yeah, of... Yeah, you know, the commentary. Well, commentary, yeah. So, <laughs> That's it's hilarious. more playing to, like, futuristic thing, like, you know... Um, there was and a, the uh, sincerity look totally, like... It, it makes you realize you don't need graphics because yeah, they're I mean, really it's working kind well of with that. a visual kind of effect that you don't... It doesn't have to be real to be believable. Right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be real to immerse yourself. It's really fun. And, you know, it's arcadey and people miss that. In a way. Yeah. And, yeah, so hopefully Sega gives this a bit justice and Nintendo would kind of find a way to make the... Yeah, and I hope it doesn't tone get down the mater- Tone down the materials, you know, and then... You know. I mean, that's the thing, like, Nintendo did make... Uh, they did publish Resident Evil 4 first on the GameCube, so they can make mature games. Yeah, it's just... 
they're really bad now. For some <laughs> they're just going, wow, this purple thing's really good money. Like, yeah. You know, they're kind of it's like, uh, like our things just it prints money. Why yeah. do we need to make games? Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. funny gifts around on nice, the internet. Nice. And then next stuff was Red Faction. I've seen, and I was like, wasn't really interested. I haven't even played Red Faction one or two. But, I never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the old games were all about just destruction. Yeah, it was like the first uh, kind of game to bring like destructible environments oh. and. But the thing is, it became more eye candy. Like, you could actually, like, make a tunnel. Like, you just kept on hacking at a wall, yeah, and you could keep so make you a got tunnel. terrain deformation? Yeah, and uh, all that stuff, yeah, but it was more eye candy. And this game, they actually, like, they haven't brought actual engineers, but it's very much like they've created buildings that topple and exactly like That's what they exploded. need me for, an architect! Exactly, I was thinking, like, that. that's kind of perfect. If, if they had just started the game, they, you could have you know, come into the development cycle. Like, Dude, you need me! <laughs> I'm, I'm not that good. Yes, anyway. the destruction in it I've seen is really impressive because I was trying to find out... I like, mean, but wasn't there a game... Um, uh, don't, do you remember that game where there's like kind of psychic power where you break down buildings and you drive a car and stuff? That was that came out about three years ago. Uh, like kind of I can only think of the psychic, which was the psyops, but that wasn't destroying. No, stuff. not not psyops. You, you mean the one with the hand and the eyeball? Yeah. But no, there was another <laughs> game that was kind of Halo-ish. Uh huh. Came out in the Halo Two period. Oh yeah. And I can't w- remember. Ah! I don't think I know it. No, but there was so much hype about completely destructible buildings, yeah. with floors and. Yeah. Yeah. But in this, yeah, it's definitely, like, they have the floors and everything, and the way how it topples, it's, like, it's not like, you know, Stranglehold started where you, like, they promised, but definitely you could tell where it's cutting off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not like, uh, you know, scripted or, like, points of destruction. And, like, even bad company, like, if you blow off a wall, like, sometimes you you know exactly how it's gonna come out, like, you know how big the crater is, whatever, so this is... Taking it like totally new level. It's like a DMM, digital molecular mass. Yeah, but I mean like Force Unleashed is also uh, going with the destruction kind of physics, and but they're they're not creating like a destructible environment kind of thing. Yeah, because it would be hard to put that in a gameplay perspective. Yeah. If you can destroy a building, how would you play a game in it if there's scripted events inside that building or something like that? But this game looks really amazing. But like, if it's open the world, destruction you know, itself, yeah, sense. it's all open world. You're on Mars, I think, and there are lots of buildings and. Uh, you blow it up, and that's the thing, like, when you see this, like, wow, this is next-gen, because you get that moment that usually is in a cutscene, but now it's in gameplay, like, you see every little thing come Yeah, but out. there was this video where there was, it's like, definitely a not, like, video... De- yeah, definitely, there was a video demo online where there was a castle, and they throw rocks at it, and it showed destruction in different ways. Yeah, the, what they kept on they doing in the demo is, he kept on having this C4, yeah, you throw it this place, that place, that place, yeah? yeah. And you take down a bridge, mm-hmm. and uh, he would do it again to show you, like, it just goes completely different. You can throw a C4 anywhere in a building, and if you time it right, like, you know, like a structure, a building has its support, yeah? If you time it at the four cor- uh, place in four corners, and pretty much like in a movie, like they'll all crash realistically, but sometimes they'll like tilt over. So that was kind of cool. Like he actually like kind of blew up a cliff, mm-hmm. and then uh, there was a bridge meet, and then the bridge would collapse, and it all like landslide. Yeah. So that was really impressive. I was, well, I need to see that. Now. Yeah, you should see it definitely. So next thing uh, was um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention something about Fallout Three. 
is a what do you call it? their assumption actually is which is good for you because uh, I haven't either played the previous Fallout game, but they're thinking much like Oblivion is that if you haven't played the other Fallout games, this is more like a reimagining, like a Batman Begins kind of thing. Cool. So basically, I mean, it's different genre altogether. It's like an also graphic. The original was not meant to be a 3D kind of world. Yeah, it was isometric yeah. Western RPG. Uh, so, oh yeah, have you seen, um, you know the rocket launcher, yeah? Not the, not the fat man. No. I, not, wait, not the fat man. Either the rocket launcher, yeah? You can actually put, like, stuff on it other than a rocket. Oh. So you can put a teddy bear. This was hilarious. Like, you, oh, that's stupid. Rocket doesn't work like that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you put a teddy bear and you shoot at people and some, oh, depending if it's teddy bear, it doesn't really hurt them. But if you take, like, a... Flaming teddy bear! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a, like, a Bioshock. And so that was interesting. Maybe like, you can mix teddy bear with explosives in the middle. And alone in the dark, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like alone in the dark style, like bear, <laughs> like nitro nitroglycerin, <laughs> bear bomb, <laughs> genius. And it blows up in the rocket launcher. So they're definitely keeping with this dark humor that was in the first Fallout games, and um, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not too sure about. All these open world games coming out. You know? Yeah, that's the main focus of now. Next gen is all about like uh, before it used to be linear. The, now it's away, like then again, how's the narration gonna work? That's exactly. Like, so you know, Crisis had good, you know, in that sense. You yeah. got you get objectives, maps. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's an open world, but if you get to a point and do an objective that you are not, if you can, if you want to, then you get to a cutscene and. And you it's see, not, you know it's bad for you to keep wandering off somewhere else. Yeah. This takes forever to get back. And if you, the story's well integrated into the area and you just wonder how they did it. But I've seen some, you know, kind of pointless open world games, you know. Yeah. And if that happens here, like, you know, you have all these possibilities. It's fine no if guide. you make an you open world game. You need to control game, the fun. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like a, you need to focus the fun. You need to have an overarching plot line. And, and also really, like, intriguing narration. I think Crackdown was the first victim of that because Crackdown, it was like... There are nine bosses, you go and kill them, and then that's pretty much the yeah, end of no the game. there's no real story or yeah, kind there's of no overarching real why. Like, or, it's yeah. just do whatever you want, really. So that of. was the first victim of this next-gen open-world games, you know. But it wasn't a bad game, because no. it was so open-world and it was kind of new, but now there's a slew of open-world games yep. coming out, so we have to focus, well, they have to focus on what, how, how that can be used to enrich the gaming experience. Mm. Not and diamond. leading on from this uh, would be, I guess, the Prince of Persia game, which is yes, kind of supposedly. a mix. But then again, that one, I, I looked at it mm. in the video of the demo and them saying it's open world. It's more of a branching world. Yeah, it's not completely it's very... You can't just jump down because you'll die, you know. Yeah. And actually, she'll just pull you back up. Like, <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're... Shield. But yeah, I like their the way they're going is like, it seems open world, but you can go complete linear parts of level, so... Uh, it's a, it's an open, open vista. It's not like an open accessible yeah. world, but it, it seems open. I mean, it's not like dungeon crawling like previous Prince of Persia games. It's a lot of, you know, outdoors kind of jumping around in green hills kind yeah, of Yeah, I think the first time when Prince of Persia promised, uh, like, sh showed that it could go open world was in the third game when you're on the rooftops, yeah? yeah? You can go from building to building and take down these guys stealth and all, like, ninja stuff. And that's kind of like, it looked like, okay, uh, when I saw a Sanskrit, like, wow, that's like that part of Two Thrones made into a whole game. Yeah. 
So uh, it's interesting the way how they're going with this new Prince of Persia. In a way, Assassin's Creed as well. The overarching story was far, re, the story area was super linear. Like you yeah. can't move, and uh, <laughs> the non-story elements, which is like you know, doing jobs for them, getting information. That kind of got too repetitious because yeah. there was no main kind of no yeah. direction. And in Prince of Persia, in this one, it would be there would be a purpose of going in one direction it's, and the that's other. That's the thing. So. Like uh, now, you see all the cutscenes with bosses and everything. It starts up with the you know the one boss you. Yeah, seen. and I really like where they're going with the combat. They yeah. did mention how it's not like before. It was crowd control. You know, getting behind them, attacking yeah. them swiftly, mass mass battle. But in this like one, ev- first of all, they've said like they don't want to be compared. Like if they did what they did in the previous trilogy again, they'll be be compared to God of War, Ninja Gain, all these. You know, yeah. uh, mass fighting, uh, combo-based gameplay. Yeah, you know. and they wanted to stray away from that because they think they're not that good. But actually, I think after playing Two Thrones, like the the combat is really deep in that. It's kind of like too human in that. There's lots of stuff you can do with the moves but you have the thing and whatever. Is people aren't willing to, you know, generally like me. You really yeah. enjoyed the combat, but that's because you kind of, you know, got all the equipment, found out what to do, you know, studied the techniques. Me, I just. Swaggle the oh, you're talking about too you know? human. Yeah, yeah, no, no, too human. But you know, Prince of Persia. If they think you know, I looked at when when it was um not two thrones, but Warrior Within. Hmm. There were all these moves which I couldn't be asked to do. Yeah, you know, all I did was you know. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't be asked to like oh get a specific other. So weapon, all I did was I found one weapon. cheap combo and kept dealing yeah, that against yeah. them. Yeah, definitely. But I guess they don't want that. They I kept on jumping you know, over them and, yeah. then, and then in the back yeah. and. And then once they started blocking, you just do it twice yeah. and then. You know, so in this one they wanted everything to be kind of unique and epic, which is it's why it's very unique. Yeah. Like even they're saying like there'll actually be only one sword in the whole game, and that's it. Yeah, no upgrades. Because yeah. because it's open world and like kind of branching. Yeah. There's no requisite pattern of what sword you have, so you, it's like you can't move until you have this equipment. That's kind of limiting because you want to have access to all the areas. You won't have kind of character development or upgrades yeah. that will stop And that's you. interesting because in the previous principle, yeah, I only I never give a crap about the other weapons. I just use the one I had, or mm. if I had the dagger mm. and like Assassin's Creed. So I like that they're, they're taking very risky steps, like the stuff with the health system, it's more like yeah. Elika will save you all the time. They're doing a actually kind of like a alone and dark thing where they want you to keep on playing the game so they don't want you to get frustrated at all. And and nobody, you know, really enjoys the game over screens in a way. I don't, yeah, I, I play it two throws but, all the time, mm. I get game over, like, I don't want to load this all the way, get 30 seconds of the same cutscene again. And start the boss battle again. So I, I never, no, no, nobody. I don't think in their heart thinks having no game over is a terrible idea. It's just how they use it and how it yeah. will affect the gameplay that's important. If it's going to be like Bioshock, the where, cryo chambers. Yeah, I thought that was really cheap, which is why me I reloaded every time because I knew I could do better. Yeah. Because it was about health management and all that. But because the character management is not deep in Prince of Persia, hmm. like you don't have to equip yourself, you don't have to heal yourself or anything like that. It's better if you kept, you know, doing and getting better yeah. and, you know, it doesn't... Act. Yeah, this is one game I think is benefiting from this new so health we'll, system. So we'll see how it works out. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like... Pick it does up. have challenge. It doesn't mm. look like that boss is easy. He looks pretty hard. Mm. It's and like it, you won't get past it if you don't have enough skill. Yeah. But it, it doesn't have to stop because you keep making mistakes and Prince of Persia because the sands of time it was all about making mistakes going back about 10 seconds and trying it again and because you don't have sands of time anymore it's replaced by you know 
the energy of the enemy kind of heals itself mm. while Alaka is slaving That's you. a that's like, a risk reward thing. Like uh, if you die, then if he, you keep dying, you'll never beat him. You know. Yeah, exactly. Point. So it's more like a they're trying to make a, the combat uh, and the challenge be more like you want to play all the way through. Mm. So in like it would be perfect for like a game in one setting, one sitting. Uh, and also, if you think about it, if the character dies, the story can't go forward. Every time you replay it, it means mm. you're starting a new life, so a new continuum. Yeah. So if you play a proper it would be game, like you would never Ma- die. Really. It would be like Metal Gear, like, uh, you weren't supposed to die. Die, like, snake! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the cool thing, obviously, is the visuals in that they were talking about, like, actually, the previous games, yeah? Actually, hold on one sec. Thinking of that, in Prince of Persia, uh, you know, um... One in Prince of Persia and then also in Indigo Prophecy. Yeah. When you died in the narration, there. that's not how it happened. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, kind of thing. Definitely, you know. Indigo Prophecy is more prominent. Yeah. And definitely in Prince, the original Prince, you haven't played it, but no. when you die, when you start the game, it's the prince narrating his own story. Uh. And then when you die, it's like, wait a minute, I didn't die there. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let's start again, shall we? And then that's you go back funny. to the story. So I think they never wanted the game over in the first place. Yeah. Know, so kind of, yeah. So, and they were talking about, like, the previous game, when they did the concept art, yeah, like, uh, oh, the yeah, first the concept, it was so amazing, the concept art for the previous game, I think that's, like, the benchmark when I look at game concept arts, because it's so evocative, like, when you look at that stuff, and then the actual game wasn't anywhere close to that. I Which mean, one, the first one? Like, the this first, the trilogy of, like, Sands of Time, Warrior Within, like, Two Thrones, like, oh my god, that looks amazing, concept art, but you couldn't bring it. And now they said, like, Lots of fan. There were lots of actual fans of the concept art, and I don't know if they released an art book like Halo or Mass I'm Effect. Sure they did. But uh, now they're saying like we're bringing concept art like into the game. So literally, uh, you're going through a. They call it a illustrative, cel uh, shaded yeah. style. So it's more like it's not overly cartoony, but there's strong lines to indicate form and movement. Yeah. It's very unique. Everything has a defined. It's edge. definitely it cel. Like, yeah. uh, Concert, I come to it's like you know, you like. know the Street Fighter trailer. Yeah, it's kind of like that in a sense that the movement and the thing is very accentuated, and it's stylized in a very strong sense, mm. and it looks good. It looks very Anything good. Anything else? Uh, I like how your health system. Uh, there, it would be interesting how they're gonna deal with the challenge. And if you and fall off, Elika saves you all the time. So, yeah. but you kind of move backwards a bit, so you start again. Yeah. So it's like unlimited sand, which everybody likes. And the co- <laughs> yeah, the combat itself looks really cool because like you can do combos with Elika. Hmm. There's spe- like the Y button apparently is the Elika button. Yeah, and also Elika uh, doesn't really hinder you or stop yeah, that's you interesting. and she's god when you're mode doing you know platforming yeah like if she comes goes off the screen you're like oh shit i have to look back where is she is she dead like uh, yeah but she's actually never dead, resident you know? evil but then she's actually not there and i think they're doing something like it's like tails and sonic that she doesn't really die she yeah. just comes back you know so like swoops in from above if you give enough screen while you're platforming for enough for Alika, then you see Alika will be right there like oh she never went anywhere so like suppose if you're going through a part where like there would be blades or whatever yeah and you get past but you don't know if Alika will get past 
you don't have to worry because then you'll see she's her. Not, she's not like following you, literally doing yeah, exactly what you did. That's cause the thing because it's a complete co-op game, yeah? yeah? Erika will be all the time, so they want to be... She kind of can fly anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> she's she actually really more have... powerful than yeah. the prince right now. It's like she's helping you and you're not really... You're just fighting, you know, and she's <laughs> just doing the magic and to help you go past Like, up. have you seen, like, they're also in Resident Evil 5, yeah? They said Shiva, which is, you're like, you'll be playing... a. I think it's gonna be not complete co-op, obviously, like Prince of Persia. Hey, you think Prince of Persia would have multiplayer co-op where one person can be Elika? I, I think they are trying to go away from that, because then it would uh, be... Complicate things so yeah. much. You're dead! No, you're but dead! But I'm really excited for Resident Evil 5, mostly because of the co-op, because then it brings, like, it, it makes the game, like, you know, different from Resident Evil 4 now. Because mm. previously, all you've seen of Resident Evil 5 looks like Resident Evil 4, but this co-op is... Putting a new dimension into it. So. Then again, if you play Resident Evil 4, you'll see that a lot of times you're with a buddy hmm. shooting behind you. Yeah. And in this in this game, the her AI looks pretty good. Like, I don't know if she has God Mode on all the time, but she definitely looks like she could be killed. And you have certain, like, um, co-op kind of uh, combat moves. Like, she'll kick away a guy who's holding you, uh, human shield and everything. Meat shield. Alright, that's pretty cool. And next thing we could... Uh, oh yeah, have you seen the Me. Xbox 360 new dashboard? Like, Did you see that? I can't believe no, that... No, no, no. I w- the most amazing thing, I was watching that. And like, when you know when they changed it, and they pressed the button, it's updating. And then like, oh, they God. changed it, and it came out, and it was like, Everyone, welcome to the new Xbox dashboard. And they were like... <laughs> That's the spring that, update? They're, they're like, nobody was clapping, and then one guy goes... And then they all started doing that. Like, somebody paid him to do that. Oh, (laughs) "Oh, no. Definitely thumbs down. I I really hope you can stick with the old dashboard. Because I don't... Like, when I'm going to get my 360 in August Mm. or somewhere, I don't want to, like... What the shit is this? (laughs) I wanted the normal dashboard. It's like PSP. Well, PS3. I never played PS3. And nintendo mashed together in a crate you know actually it's more like um the media center windows Mm -hmm. like you know the that thing it's the vista kind of thing yeah 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 vista and max but i'm the characters even look so so, stupid they don't look cartoony enough i mean what would be good is you want you don't want to look at yourself what you want to be is someone else you know you could have master chief helmet or you know ninja gaiden armor just to be your avatar you know that would be make a bit more sense to the hardcore frat boys who don't really care about yeah. what they look like online, you know? They want to they want to be cool, they want to have fun, they want to meet friends, you know. know they don't that. want families and, you know, stuff. Well, they do. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Either way, let's not talk me too much about is that. That's not horrible. the way. And they're yeah. trying to say, we're not me. We're something else. We're Avatar. Like, <laughs> no, no, that looks yeah. like me. And you know you ripped it off. And you're... Uh, and everybody was like in the comment bar, like somebody's gonna get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not nice. But something to look forward to is definitely Far Cry Two. Mm. It's uh, it was interesting in the demo on Gamespot. There's like, like you know, comments kept on popping. Like, is this actually on 360? Show us if you're playing on 360. And then yeah. the guy showed the country. Like, is this 360? And then they overlaid the gameplay on his movements. Yeah. So, like, they just, <laughs> I think they said that. And, up. like, the thing is, they originally actually planned Far Cry 2 to be PC only, but then I thought, like, wait, we're Ubisoft, so we can't really do that anymore. <laughs> so, they were trying to be on 360, like, another team was trying to do a port of it, and they found, like, the frame rate was, like, at 15, 
So like, you guys are shit, man. We'll work on it. We'll mm-hmm. help you, man. So they brought the they've locked down the frame rate to True. from thirty to thirty five frames, mm-hmm. which is normal. So that would be interesting. How, uh, but but I think that would be better than Ninja Gaiden supposedly sixty. Yeah, that, it's like sixty for about thirty percent of the time, and the rest is about. 10 or 10, 15, yeah. and when there's so many enemies, just sl- they actually slow down the gameplay, so yeah. the frame rate, you don't even want to slow down, and the timing of your attacks change, and you just go flying in the air really slowly, and yeah, that's a bit weird in that yeah. sense. So, but Far Cry 2, you were saying that uh, you, you're you not that interested in but it. But now, now I am, since you showed me that gameplay, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm interested in all this, they're trying to make it as realistic as they can, mm. they're trying to make it like you're an pretty much Africa, mm. you know, it's not like Resident Evil 5 where it could be Africa or if, this is like proper real world. Yeah, it's, and, not, like uh, a, it's not like an African place, but, it's just oh, a- actually, savannas and jungles and stuff. And what they said is, uh, you know, to overcome the boringness of the whole world, like, oh, it's just all savannas, they said like, apparently there'll be like 50 unique areas. So, I mean, it won't be as... <laughs> it's like you walk into one place and it's snowing. It's like a new <laughs> it's like, hallway. <laughs> no, it's like snowing. I'm like, what? Like artificial snow. Yes. Like, it's like you look up and it's like... It's like melting in your face when it's raining. Like now. a theater. Yeah. But it's interesting how they they definitely don't want to look like another open world game where it's like, you know, like in Crisis, it's more like you're in an island, yeah? Mm. And it's all like a jungle and pretty much like Fire One, you have the beach, you have this. It all is made the same, yeah? Uh, but uh, obviously in Fire Cry, uh, Crisis, then they actually have the story about the aliens, crystal stuff. And actually, there's a big change of the freezing element. Yeah. I, I loved when Crisis, we were playing it on the Gamer Base again. There's one, there's one bit where it just flips the switch and there's this... There's just a machine that overloads and it changes everything into ice. Mm. And because you have the suit, you're fine. But everybody who was in that room just freezes. Yeah, very Bioshock. Yeah, and then you shoot them and they explode. And like, oh, but you're not allowed to shoot the doctor. He's a good guy. (laughs) Anyway, and uh, yeah, it's like the place you were in now, place from before, just frozen completely. Mm. It's like Day After Tomorrow. The movie where everything just goes white. Yeah. Oh, and also in Far Cry 2, I like that the AI isn't super crazy like in Crisis. Like in Crisis, you shoot them. Yeah. Other than the head, they won't die. Like it takes literally they're not, 20 they're not shots. Ar- they're, they're not really. Yeah, we we were playing it yesterday. I counted, like, try to count, like, they literally take 20 bullets in yeah, the chest. Yes, because they have body armor. What? They're, they're... Oh, but actually, there was one awesome bit. Maybe it might be spoiling it for you. They have. The they get suits. your armor, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a knockoff, they say. It's yeah. like, but it's like they got the blueprint. Reverse engineered. Crisis, reverse engineered <laughs> the crisis armor. And they can do stealth, they can do anything you can do. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I think that'll really open hard, the game though. a lot more because uh, we were just playing at Gaming Base and it, Crisis, I think, is one game I definitely want to get in my hands rather than mm. keep on going there and it's like. Because you kept on saying, like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you just wasting time? Like,. You know, when I actually get the game, then I actually... No, because I'm worried, you know, because I want to finish the game and see what's going on, (laughs) because it keeps changing. Yeah. You know, that's the great thing about Crisis. It's not just, you know, you can't... You can, like Moise, spend about, you know, two hours in the same area. Yeah, I just just kept on killing people. Because they keep calling it and reinforcements like idiots, but I just went boosting through and then... You know, it everything changes. You get new weapons. You meet tanks. You fight helicopters. There's everything that you can think of in a mm. first person. And I like uh, uh, to bring back to Far Cry Two is that you can paint stuff on your map. So like, um, if you see something, yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, 
uh, in Far Cry and Crisis, you could like, uh, with a binocular, you could tag your enemies to come on the radar. But in this, you can actually tag like, um, like health area, a me like a medic area, uh, like a tower. Uh, these all kind of like specific areas you would want to like know like oh shit I'm dying I check the map oh yeah that's a health area go in there close the door I guess and then you know charge a health pack or whatever or you know take the bullet out of like you've seen the animation yeah but they show the same animation I need more yeah I want to see like you know like kind of you know suing. on the leg yeah. <laughs> suing yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the best one has been like um, the pincer and then the Call of Cthulhu because its health system is just so damn realistic, yeah. That literally. Uh, yeah, I saw the character screen and then he was like bloody in the eye and yeah. like bloody in the face. Like, but then when you do heal up, it's the same animation. It's like it just takes longer for certain injuries, but that's it. Like I want to see like him actually look at his leg, yeah, first person view and like do something. But like it. you're like you're like. In, when, when you finish fighting and like, you're sitting like, down and you're going <laughs> like from the demo yeah that would be awesome like look at all your wounds alone yeah. and oh yeah alone dog does that because like if you get uh, hurt here yeah you look at it and it's very trauma center is that yeah. you put stuff wait, on it wait, wait, and like uh, put that thing on it and put a bandage <laughs> yeah and then two hours later like oh it's done <laughs> <laughs> or like oh it's been infected oh what the tumor <laughs> ah <laughs> Amputation! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, that's Far Cry for you. Amputation yeah. of the future. <laughs> and uh, they show a little. DC. Oh, they did say um, that you can choose different characters to be your. Yeah, that's interesting because I didn't know, like, you actually. You aren't, like, one character only ever. You can actually uh, play different characters, and you're, like, all these mercenaries. So. You're apparently the Brazilian guy, well, and that's why. Was... Yeah, and apparently that's why he has a muerte on his arm. Yeah. So he's apparently a guy with sick after in prison. And you, when you actually hear his voice, it's his Brazilian. So that was interesting. But and, then you can be someone else as well. You can be yeah. the guy. Yeah, and the you. thing with the buddy system, like they're they're making it really meaningful. So if the buddy, uh, if you actually die, mm -hmm. then the buddy will somehow come up to you at, uh, in the middle of a battle. He'll like drag you. To a safe place and then he'll heal you up and if that character dies he's dead forever the game so it's kind of risk reward of if you want to heal How's yourself or reload the, the game system, you know? yeah like... so it's uh kind of like bioshock i guess like you wanted to keep on reloading because you want to get perfect the first time but then you don't get anything for perfection yeah i hope in uh, far credit go, you didn't kill any of your buddies well done <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they said like uh, uh, there's an achievement for if you don't kill anyone if you just kept on using the trank Sniper thing. Yeah, but nobody's gonna do that. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. Who wanna play a first person shooter where you don't kill anybody? Plus, I wanna see more of the wildlife because they're not bringing, apparently, they're not gonna bring any carnivores. They won't bring lions because they know it would be annoying if you had to run away from them. And then your friend comes along and then yeah. he saves you and then the friend gets eaten alive. <laughs> that would be quite, kind of cool, actually. <laughs> like, ah! ah! He's still Just eating. watch him eat. <laughs> <laughs> Sadistic. But yeah, they. They've shown zebras, they've shown like Antelope. other stuff. I want to see, yeah. I want to run over one just to see what the physics would do to a zebra. I want to see a giraffe. You can do the giraffe? They could be. That would be awesome. Like you just see a giraffe like eating a... And then you shoot them? <laughs> Trank, <laughs> Trank dart. Like, Are they going to be oh. elephants? That's the question. Oh yeah. Ride him. Like... <laughs> that would be genius. But, yeah. yeah, other than, there was a DC Universe Online, which nothing has been shown right now, but 
It's only going to be on PS3 and PC. I don't feel bad, though. <laughs> I don't yeah. really care. <laughs> I don't... Uh, it's interesting that they're making an MMO, and it looks like it's going... They're taking... the Directly, the character design is being done by Jim Lee. Yeah. So, you know, I, he's my second favorite artist. Yeah, I want to see his Batman. I didn't see any gameplay. Have you, have you seen any gameplay? I've seen just their... The cutscene. Like, you see the Joker, yeah? And he's got, like, his... Uh, it doesn't look that cool, actually, but... The really good detail on the character models. That's all we've seen, really. Mm. But we'll see how it goes. But I, yeah. I'm never, you know, I haven't seen how many good console MMORPGs are there, except Final Fantasy. There's other. There's just Lord of the Rings. Apparently, it's pretty good. There's the Command and Conquer, is and then an there will be Halo Wars. No, no, no. I'm a, oh, sorry. I was talking about uh, uh, You're talking RTS. About RTS. One. Sorry, no. <laughs> Yeah, they haven't, uh, other than Final, Final Fantasy XI, yeah. and there's Fantasy Star Online. Which yeah, which nobody be... really plays. Fantasy Star Universe. Oh, okay, yeah. I played it. It's gay. <laughs> it's yeah. very bad, Either actually. way. Uh, but were... Star Ocean, no, is that... No, 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 that's RPG. Not MMO. Yeah, that's... But it looks very MMO-ish. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we'll see how it Have goes. Have you seen the Killzone 2 multiplayer? Hey, wasn't Matrix Online... Oh, is that PC only? That's only PC. Mm. Have you seen the Killzone 2 multiplayer? It actually looks pretty promising. I haven't Because I remember I... I've seen the video where you see, like, yeah, you overview seen, and Have stuff. you seen, like, you can actually control a vehicle, like a flying vehicle, and it looks really cool. Very Warhawk-ish. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the multiplayer looks pretty solid, like, just from the trailer they've shown. And they've shown, like, their different classes. Like, there's this one, it's very, like, the Gears of War kind of classes in that you have like, really have cool armor mask, man i want to i want to see myself through the gas mask yeah do you think you're gonna have red visors <laughs> yeah and they've shown like you can play as the what are they called hellgast yeah and they've shown the different character like the different hellgast and there's this one sniper class that looks really maybe, maybe it will be like team fortress yeah, yeah, it could be. I like, mean, I don't know if they'll have no, actual I mean, classes. No, like you look different for each weapon you have, kind of thing. Ah, I see. So you, if you want a certain weapon, you have to choose yeah. a class. And then but yeah, that's what they're shown for Killzone 2 that's new. Mm. And so that's interesting. And then there's Crisis Warhead, which is... Has, has there been any uh, Resistance 2 multiplayer videos? Yeah, there have been lots. Are they, are they good? They've shown how the 60 thing works, yeah? They've mm. shown like it'll actually have like invisible walls. And then there's like a mode where if you break through the wall of some kind of objectives, yeah, then the 60 player thing all opens Battlefield 2 like. So Battlefield 2 had really good 60 player, but I mean, I never really. When you go there, generally it's only about 40 or I think 30. it was whenever the thing I is, what, What's good about 2, Battlefield 2 is you, you don't even have vehicles in Resistance, do you? Like planes and air bomb and helicopters. They haven't told about that. They definitely commanders, could be, because you know? I've seen... Because what, what Battlefield was, was there's a map, and there's points of interest which yeah. your team wants to keep. Capture flag like... And there's nothing else. There's no team deathmatch for 60 players. Otherwise, it would be chaos. Yeah. Because it's all about capturing. So and that's that spreads out how the, that spreads out the people. So 2 will do it, like 60 yeah. players, because it's not Battlefield 2. It I mean, can you imagine, in, in like a, a room... And you got like 30 people on one yeah, side, 30 people on the other side, just seems, firing down the It night. seems more like if COD 4 became 60 players yeah. right now. It's like but split. That's yeah. why they're making invisible walls, because it'll yeah, be it, too chaotic. It's different in terms of online map design. Battlefield is really open world, like yeah. Battlefield, you know, Bad Company and Battlefield yeah. 2. It's all about not a single place really well designed. It's open world that has 
you know, um, uh, prefabricated buildings? Mm-hmm. They make certain building types and place them on maps in different areas. So you know what they kind of look like, but their position changes your tactical, uh, you okay. know, tactical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes, if people say, oh, that point is getting captured, six people go there, the rest of us will go right. You have skirmishes 6v6, skirmishes mm. 7v7. So it's like, like an overworld more than like head-on frontal assault, which is what I'm worried when there's too much players... Yeah. You know, kind of bottleneck have into you, one area. Have you seen the mag game, 256 players, for PS3? That was like the last announcement. They have this, uh, ma- it's called MAG, yeah, which mm-hmm. stands for Massive Action Game, so it's incredibly cheesy. But they're, they they just showed a PowerPoint site, but they said, like, we're going to have 256 players. And they will actually... It's <laughs> Imagine if the host squad for that game. <laughs> like, yeah. why? <laughs> we took... Four hours to set this game up. Yeah. But that was ridiculous. Like, 256, can you even imagine that? The map would have to be a huge blank canvas. It would be pretty much have to be, like, the size of Far Cry or whatever. Yeah. Like, Well, I mean, Grand Theft Auto is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's all about vertical position. I think it's I more know. about, like, uh, how they're going to break we'll it see. off. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think they'll be popular enough if, they, if it's crap. There'll be, yeah. like, 256 players and, like, there'll only five, you know, kind of that. But it's from the guys who are doing SOCOM. So that's actually their new direction or something. And their third person, the confrontation on the PS3, that's more like a, it seems more like a, you know, GV5 prologue kind of thing. Like, it's more like a prologue to the, maybe the actual thing. Because it, it's all, it's only multiplayer and it will be only online. Mm-hmm. So you buy it online. So it seems more like a... That How many people are in Warhawks, like, at one time? I don't know. I think it's uh, 32, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive for PS3. All right, so, let's go on. Last thing, uh, well, second last thing, uh, two Unleashed games we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Uh, which one should we start? I guess Force, Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. So, I was trying to, as I watched the whole scene a lot of Force Unleashed, I was trying to be, like, I just played Jedi Outcast, and I was like, if I could be as negative, like, just, you know, I was being negative throughout the whole demo, I was like, what thing can I, like, you know, like, uh, you know, make fun of, or, like, that's not as good as Jedi Outcast, whatever, but it seems like, um, the lightsaber, which you were worried about, mm. like the lightsaber combat won't be as deep as Jedi Outcast. Of course, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think they have the stances here, mm. but they have apparently about more than twenty-four combos with the single lightsaber. So that's a combo-based. Uh, what they're trying to do with that? It's just it doesn't look as elegant as I thought because lightsaber battles are a distinct kind of wavy motion mm. style. But then but also this one, they look like they just have a big broad. Sword. In Outcast. The more, like, they focus more on the lightsaber rather than the force powers. Because you did force powers mostly if it was a boss or mo- mostly if you wanted to, like, Mess just with them. <laughs> enhance something. So, uh, in this, they're taking the other way around is that it's definitely using all the force powers. And they definitely yeah, there's look... a bit more control. Like, you can grab them and then line them up and then use the force powers. Yeah, and it's uh, it seems like a cool way of, like, oh, do you see what kind of thing I did? I, I grabbed a guy... Uh, was uh, what do you call it? Force choked him, and then threw a sword into him. Took it out, and then threw him into like a, a tie fighter, which fell down. And I grabbed the tie fighter, crunched it, yep. and then fell down, and then it fell down a shoot. And, and then, then I, I 
put lightning all over it and then I liked one I bit where everyone. like where he like shoots or throws lightsaber at the window and it just decompresses. Yeah. And then the blast doors come down and like yeah. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But I, I would like how they actually go with the puzzle, like environmental puzzles, because Jedi Outcast has some of them in which. But they were mostly like force uh, related, though. Yeah, like if there's a guy, yeah, the door's closed, then you force mind whatever, so he opens the door. It's more like a like contained puzzle elements. Like it's more precision force, and this hmm. one is just powerful force, like pushing yeah. everything out of the way. So it's interesting how they're gonna do it. Yeah, the sword play is definitely gonna be more simplified. I mean, I don't think I mind it as much having seen the execution in Too Human, where it's just kind of waggling a bit too hmm. much. It's not directionally kind of acute to where you're it's like normally what I would think is your thumb pad would dictate where your sword was hmm. and depending on your velocity and which location it will cut it but I mean I don't mind this it could be God of War with super force powers I don't mind really it could yeah and uh, apparently you can also customize your lightsaber so dual it, saber no that's the thing like they said that specifically like they, their new style yeah which is this kind of ninja-esque like they put the sword behind yeah. you because the main character it won't change. So you always have this one-sided lightsaber. Yeah, that's uh, a bit weird. They have yeah. other characters who will have... Lightsaber this. Yeah. <laughs> but, like Kendo, uh, man. Kendo. Uh, you can customize it, but I think it's mostly like change the colors. Oh, for... Yeah, it's kind of like Bioshock in that you can add force powers to the lightsaber. Oh, so, so you can like... When you throw it, you push people at the same time. Maybe, and, and also there's like... You can put like your lightning on the lightsaber. So when you do an attack, it... It gives extra like lightning damage. That sounds with like the... dark, uh, dark sector too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh... I've never seen that happen in the movie. <laughs> but uh, I've never seen yeah, a lightsaber with light. I think it's more like you do the lightsaber and then you do it. Uh... Yeah, maybe because the lightsaber attracts. But it's lightning. like Bioshock in that you like, you, know, you throw shotgun... it and then you put lightning on the saber and then that it discharges on an ATST. But also this Force Unleashed, like, uh, much like Persia, its concept art is coming to life, yeah? Because when you saw a Force Unleashed concept art, it was really good. And then when you actually see it in the demo, it's like the way how the whole world is made is very... There's a lot of crap in there. Uh, and like you see like in the distance, you see like uh, in the space, you see lots of rocks going, asteroid belts and everything. And uh, there's a lot of crap in the environment, which I like because they reminded me of Halo. But Halo was always eye candy more. In here, it's like more eye candy, but there's a lot more eye candy. Yeah. And it makes you more involved with the world. And uh, the level design the show and demo was really good because he kept on going from one place to another. And there were lots of variety. And uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, the level up screen, I think, should be changed. Oh, yeah. It, it was basically like it level up in the middle. Uh, and it comes up and then it's like three ones come up with each a different color circle that could look really like beta, beta test kind of ish because <laughs> but other than that there's lots of variety of enemies it's not keeping with star wars <laughs> aesthetic yeah definitely More like not. the teletubby aesthetic so the junk world they showed was pretty impressive because there's it's yeah. it shows their technical prowess and they can put a lot of crap with this junk and the junk monsters they're all joined by lightning so they're like but I'm worried there's gonna be too much um, quick time esque events cause well, from what I've seen when you finish an enemy take down like an APSP yeah it just kind of you press a few buttons and then it yeah. just does this crazy move but you wanna do that yeah. you wanna decide what I don't, you wanna yeah, force crush thing, I, 
I don't expect you know, they'll the rat- stray from quick yeah. time events. They'll definitely keep that in. When they do the force stuff that does crazy damage, like when they lift a Rancor up and just crush it. Hmm. You can't do that when you're playing it. You can only do that in the cutscene. And when you like crush the monster, the junk monster, that's still cutscene. Yeah. So, I mean, how much control are you going to have? Can you decide how but you're going to But then they it? would have to add more moves yeah. on the controller for that. Yeah, I mean... So, you want to be as cool as the cutscenes, mm. but you can't. That's the problem is, really. But, have you seen, like, um, this was kind of disappointing, but their Wii game, yeah? Apparently, they wanted to go uh, to a hardcore fencing sim. So, like, it would be, like, what you want in your Force Unleashed. It's like, not, though. I've seen it. I've but seen that it. that's the thing. Like, they said, like, they wanted to go hardcore fencing sim. Then they brought the playtesters. And then they said, like, we can't do this. So, then they became more traditional, like... It changed to normal Wii motion stuff. Yeah. So if you move your Wii uh, to the left, the lightsaber will actually go to the left. So that's I about think, it, though. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, they're making a Clone Wars lightsaber battle simulator for the Nintendo, and um, oh yeah, the Clone Wars thing, yeah. So there's there's op- there's two games of the same that kind really coming lame. out, and I don't know what's gonna happen there. It's like a but it's a movie based game, so I'm sure the Clone Wars will suck. But I mean, slap fighting. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. The trailer, like they show the guy, two guys who are playing live action, like, like, and he's yeah. like going. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, other or oh, last game we should talk about, or I guess Dark Void we could talk about. But uh, first of all, Sonic Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing, like. It actually looks like it awesome. Could, it actually looks like this could be really good, and some people have been saying like, "Oh my god, I want this to be good, but I don't want to be let down again." Yeah. So a lot of Sonic fans are there out there. Like yes, Young definitely. Wu, and uh, it's looking really impressive. And uh, I don't uh, the Sonic, uh, what's it called? Werehog. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad, and it's more of a break up from the action, but it's uh, like. The way I'll structure it, it could be like, you know, Dreamcast, Sonic Adventure, like, you can mm. play certain levels, very and, branching mm. paths. Um, and I was pretty glad they're not taking themselves really seriously in terms of the storyline. Yeah. It's kind of light-hearted, which is what I like about, you know, the 2006 one, it's all this crazy I don't, shit about I, I don't hope it becomes like Spider-Man, like, dark ish like, Sonic Hog kills people or something. Well, I don't think that's going to ever happen. I mean, from yeah. what I've seen from the character design, it just looks like he's just a bit more angry and mean. And Yeah, I don't ha- hope he becomes Shadow. Yeah, that's Shadow's all. angsty. But I like Shadow. No, no, I, I, I'm i just saying, like, he doesn't become Shadow because we already have Shadow. <laughs> we don't need There's another too many other drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I like this Werehog more than Super Saiyan J uh, uh, Sonic. Like, I like this, uh, but he doesn't actually transform. I mean, he does transform, but it's a separate level, I think. Yeah, in the cinema. Yeah. But, I mean, I really like the level designs. They look really exhilarating and fast. Yeah, I mean, the Great Wall of China. You yeah. go down all the way down, and then you go up the back of a dragon. Very mm. right, Dragon Ball Z-ish. And then, uh, yeah, the level design looks pretty impressive. It definitely looks like the Sonic guys are making it. But they're bringing a new team, so... It's a new Sonic team, yeah. Yeah, and I hope Oh, they... I saw the, there was a little interview segment in there, and in a book, and they were, like, uh, talking about um, their first, like, un- unleashed kind of uh, hands-on preview. Uh-huh. And when they were waiting outside, they were waiting, for, and it was fifth, uh, past <coughs> ten minutes of their meeting time. 
Uh-huh. And they were like, what's going on? What's taking so long? And they were like, I'm sorry, we're missing a member of our team. Uh, could you wait for a second? I'm sure he left about a year ago. Oh! <laughs> like, <Ouch>. Below the belt. <laughs> yeah, we were referring to Eugene Nack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, I hope this new team kickstarts mm. and, and brings, you know, new stuff where, like, brings it... It to... seems they really like the Sonic Adventure series. Yeah. And that's where the beauty was. Everybody said Sonic went bad since 3D, but no, it didn't. The controls and everything and timing and the story was all there. And Sonic Adventure 1, Sonic Adventure 2. If you look at GameSpot's review of Sonic Adventure... Yeah, they love Sonic like Adventure. 8.5 or something like that. So, a lot of people do like the Sonic Adventure The original games. ones, yeah. So, I mean... It's uh, not a 2D... Like, they're... It's not like they split... I mean, the 2D was going down anyway. After Sonic CD, they made Sonic, you know, the Knuckles chaotic, which yeah. nobody gave a damn. And the bad isometric Sonic uh, Blast was oh, the last God. Sonic people played. And that's where they said 3D uh, screwed him up a lot. Yeah. But, you know, if you played Sonic Arcade, you never played it. You no. never even seen it. But there was a really, really amazing Sonic game in the arcade. It's called, I think it was called Sonic Arcade. And it was just isometric, but it's done with a trackball. Ah. And it was really, really addictive and fun. And it's got kind of 3D kind of cartoony graphics uh-huh. of the movie. I think it was a movie tie-in as well. But, yeah, that was really good. So what, what I'm saying is, um, in this iteration... Yeah, the they're Sonic doing what Sonic Adventure focusing. in that it goes from 3D to 2D yeah, very naturally. Not, yeah, they're not trying to go loops. back yeah. to you know re- redesigning it and going back to the roots or something like that. They're trying to move it forward, and the team is dedicated into bringing what was great about Sonic Adventure, the rails, the ring, and the homing attack, and all that stuff. Mm. And, and also, with... they've added that uh, to make the 3D jump better in move the movement yet yeah? you can like with the right bumper you can sidestep so yeah. you can get onto a rail if you miss it like if you're like oh shit i didn't perfectly position tomb raider ish yeah then you can press yeah, the that right was a lot of problems in the original sonic adventure and hmm. the, especially the kept sonic on hitting walls and like oh crap lost all my momentum yeah. so that would be really good there from what i've seen from people playing it and it was like you know just normal guys playing at the end of the thing it looked pretty uh, accessible, fun, yeah. and you know, exhilarating. It was so fast. I mean, it was faster Sonic. Yeah, that's. I I made a blog actually. It's like, are games allowed to be this fast? Because yeah. that's like the fastest thing I've ever seen in a game. I think that's you know, and the graphics aren't bad. The, yeah. The details are tremendous. Yeah. And because they stylized it in a way that it's blocks of color, it looks so you know real and the sense of speed. It's is, color. It's not. It's not, like, yeah. it's not like blinding like Matrix when he dashes through the city where there's so much detail that oh, all yeah. you see is the lights. Yeah. And this one you can see the buildings whooshing past you. Yeah. But the ground is a blur, so that's how fast. Yeah. So it in every aspect right now it's pretty impressive. Hope, I'm we'll crossing my see, fingers. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to probably buy it. But that's what I thought for Sonic 2006. I thought yeah. that was going to be the thing, best That's the thing, like, uh, we are not sure whether the... Uh, they can when deliver. When you play it throughout the whole game, like, wonder if it'll be too repetitive, whatever. Like, mm. if they can... But it is a new team. It's mm. not Sonic 360. So mm. they could, you know, make it more accessible. They could do changes Legendary. that make it... Bring it back and become the new Mario, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, Sonic was always looking at Mario's throne. Yeah, but it, it's its own game, so it's interesting if they can bring it back. But last game we'll talk about is Dark Void, and uh, the single eye slit dude. It looks. Uh, have you, if you ever seen the Rocketeer, 
Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. like a helmet kind of dude with a, like a leather jacket. Yeah, and, just flying and, and that's the interesting night. thing because it, it's first start off when you're on the land, yeah, uh, typical flat land. It kind of becomes like Gears of War, like you shoot people and whatnot, yeah, mm. when you take cover. But then when you actually start taking Climbing. cover vertically, yeah. then it becomes like Gears of War. Uh, Confusing. <laughs> like this degrees, like. Yeah, 90 degrees upwards. And that's, that's where of, it becomes really interesting. So uh, right now, when, when that happened, I was like, yeah, this is kind of gimmicky, is that all? But it became interesting as you can use your jetpack to kind of flank them. And yeah, the, and it's not like you're restricted by your jetpack. You can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah it's not like there's invisible walls. Yeah, it's not like there's one section where, okay, go and do your rocket yeah, like stuff. Oh, wait, there's a big jump. Do that. Yeah. But no, no, it's not like that. You can just be doing it anytime you want. Although it's not like you get, you only get the flying flight mode later on. Hmm. But in, most of the time you can hover and go really high for about. So they said like they've been talking minute. like they want to make it like choose whatever you want to wear. So they said that if you, uh, which is a new bit about the hijacking planes, yeah, and being c plane combat kind of game, uh, is that you can do the plane combat in anywhere in the whole level. So that would be interesting if they, you know, brings you choice like oh I. You know, if I'm on the plane, uh, I can only kill these guys, but you can kill the guys who are on the ground that you're using the vertical Gears of War gameplay with. So and the plane hijacking is really exhilarating. Yeah, and, and like what, you have to keep on taking the panels off, and you got uh, like very cool tiptoeing away from it, and so the hijacking mini game looks cool. But jacking, it looks really good. The Plane design looks very UFO kind yeah, of. Yeah, really, definitely. There's like a gyroscope kind of feel. Yeah. And when you turn like 180 degrees back, it it's just doesn't lose momentum and it just yeah. flips around really quickly. And also, you can do like um, uh, dog fights. Like you can uh, trail people yeah, and yeah. follow them, so you don't have to worry about you know manually controlling. No, it actually, I think it's more it's hard because. They are much faster and more maneuverable. Yeah. But once you're close enough and press the A button, it grabs on kind of thing. Mm. So it's, it's not about being precise enough. It's getting close enough so you can do your yeah. business. So it looks really good. And also, like, you know, you can bail out and then use your rocket again. Yeah. And the rocket mechanic is really good and really convincing. When you fly, your clothes, like, flutter because you're going too fast. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can do, uh, like, Hail Mary, you know. Yeah. 360 degree loop to loop when Ooh. with your rocket pack, so it's really fun looking. Yeah. I'm just worried that it's good for this level, which is really open Warhawk style. Mm. But later on, how's that going to be? Is it going to be the same kind of place? What's the environment going to be like? I think the yeah, I'm interested more in which time period then, because it looks like very. I 50s. think it's like cyberpunk future. Kind it's of like thing. yeah, it's kind of like cyberpunk future, but they're doing kind of like 50s alien kind of stuff, because like the alien ships look like you know. Back when we first off, UFOs looking like um, cup, whatever. Yeah, and also that you know the machines, they're yeah. not they're not what they look like when you blow them up. Slugs come out, and I think that's yeah. what the aliens look like. And yeah, it's they're hiding what's in the like the UFO. Like, what does the alien look like? So one person like said, like, could it be like a Independence Day where you take off and there's a creepy alien like Will Smith punches a guy <laughs> up down. So, yeah, they haven't spoiled what the aliens in the ship look like. No, the aliens look like slugs, don't they? Do they? When you blow up a machine, mm. a slug comes out and it just squeals around and tries to find the new I haven't body. seen that. And you shoot the slug. And I, okay, I don't need to up. see that. But I think that's all the game we've done with. Uh, also, actually, we've got to say about Resistance 2, the 
it was pretty much a boss battle they've shown, yeah. Yeah. And it looks really amazing, like the scale of it. Like it looks it's like, like you were King Kong's mother. <laughs> yeah. And like the detail, like uh, like first resistance, the graphics. You you could be forgiven for thinking it's the ripoff of Brumark, but hundred times bigger. Yeah, and uh, like its mouth and everything, the detail looks really impressive and. Uh, he keeps on throwing you around, and, and you Nathan don't Hale. Die. <laughs> Nathan Hale. I didn't know he was like a superhero. Like he could take that big of a throw through a building, crashing. He grabs. He grabs you in his hand, crushes you. Yep. And then throws you down onto a building, and you're alive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. He just got back and was like, um, don't you want to check your wound or anything? Like, Aren't do you have you a leg missing? <laughs> what? You haven't eaten your food. We'll eat it, but. Uh, Either way, we're Resistance... Recording. Yeah, we're recording a live audience a lot. Uh, so, Resistance 2, that looks cool. Like, the... I hope they bring more... Oh, have you seen... You know the CG trailer where they show in the end where you saw crazy ships going through and all that yeah. race Star Wars? I've seen that in gameplay. Like, yeah. the... Is that real gameplay? Like, he was going through and you saw that in the background, like, going through. That looked really impressive. Like, I was oh. like... That impressed me about the graphics because Resistance 1 wasn't, like, you know the graphics hog like it, you would expect it, it to be. It was mostly about, you know, fighting in close quarters yeah. and shooting. Yeah, so uh, I'm, they look like they're bringing the scale they're into this. They're making it <laughs> Yeah. I think it could be more epic than Gears of War 2, although Gears of War 2 was more like... Um, kind of desperate struggle more than anything. Yeah. Although, you know, Gears of War is epic in terms of how the Jacinto Plateau is all crushed and all the buildings are below yeah. and above and crushed. I mean, uh, yeah. So what do you mean? <laughs> well, that's very uh, interesting. Oh, forgot to mention flower. <gasps> flower. You watch it. It's. It, I'll just explain. It's like a tech demo come to become Fruition. a game. Yeah. It's. I think it's one. Of, it's going to be one of those Shadow of the Colossus art, art yeah, style it could games, be. which has a cult following. Yeah. And just perfect on its own. Yeah. It's like an art piece. What What basically happens is you're a flower. And you start off in a dingy apartment, mm. and you have a dream, and your dream is flying through this amazing plain of green, and making the flowers bloom. But what's amazing about it is the grass is all individual, and it's all got its physics. And you, if you remember some of the early tech demos of PlayStation Three, showing like leaves flying and molecular buildup of yeah. millions and millions of leaves, that's come here, and the wind blows. You're the wind, and you're blowing these flowers, and there's some sort of music involvement as well, so... I think so, yeah. It's bringing elements of music, visual effects, and kind of the technical uh, outstandings, and uh, and bringing them together to make this kind of... Ep- not epic, sorry. Kind of, um, it does look epic, though. It, ah, you don't say epic, you would say something else, that's another word. But it... But well, truly, truly beautiful yeah. piece of art. So you should have a look at it, and it's and not it just does that. have like it's kind of gamey also. Like yeah. it's not just like look like, experience. Like you know, you have all these progression. Flo- the you have to make this flower bloom so it affects an area, so mm. it becomes more green. And so and you, then you can have a, like an overview, and then you can see where you bl- made the things bloom. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's not just one bit. It seems there's some kind of purpose to this. As you beat a level, you're level, healing this world kind of and, and your your office becomes a bit more brighter. Yeah. And they bring more flowers more into colors, the office. Yeah, and was... you can dream about different flowers. It as well. reminded me of the games they did before, which is Cloud, yeah. In Cloud you are kind of this uh, character in a hospital and you you know, you're bed bound. 
but then you dream and you dream you can fly mm. and you basically play the game of the cloud game where you basically you're this character and you're in your bed clothes but you're flying and you collect clouds and it's more like this game where you're collecting and become bigger cloud and that's pretty much yeah. it. And it feels so realistic. No, I'm not talking about cloud, but flower. Yeah. I haven't seen cloud. But in flower, you got this 180 degrees peripheral vision. Yeah. Which is what humans normally have. If you played Halo or Call of Duty, you get that tunnel vision where you're yeah. looking at about 45 degrees right in front of you. And if people sneak right left to you, you have no idea. Yeah. But in this one, you have this kind of open vision where you can kind of see everything. And it's, it's a vista. It's like you're watching a cutscene, but you're moving it. And it doesn't even feel like a cut. If you wrap that around your face, you'll probably feel like you're, you are the wind. It is. Kind like, of once you watch it, immersion. it's really immersive. You know, video and pictures speak a thousand words, so have a look. Yeah. Definitely, if you have nothing else to do, just watch Flower. And uh, I, I would get a PS3 for that, because I want that kind of experience. Like, that's... Uh, I mean, I wish they would bring it on 360, but... Uh, I'm not sure about the They're using the 6-axis for yeah. that. 6-axis only. You can't even use the D-pads for the... Thumbnail. Yeah. They said you can only do... <laughs> but also, <laughs> another casual game I saw, which was The Blob, which is basically a graffiti game, yeah? Think of, like... Basically, you're this ball, yeah? And you keep on moving about, and you're just, like, the whole world is kind of white or whatever. And you're this blob who keeps on bringing color, so you're like a paintball. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Is it 3D, though? Yeah, yeah, it's 3D. Yeah. It's a proper game, yeah? And it looks really cool, because uh, the more you paint the world, there'll be more people, and you can sort of, like, um, uh, they give you more colors, and uh, so it's pretty much like a graffiti game, but also that uh, you get bigger, so, like, you start to, from just a blob, a ball, you start to become, like, a uh, creature. So, you get, like, a, you know, you get, like, a face and whatever, and you become kind of like a monster, which is really cool. And so, they still love you. <laughs> yeah, so that's on the Wii, and that's uh, interesting. Like, that's probably the only casual game or game they showed at E3. I mean, it's, it's kind of casual game is losing its definition, because hmm. if you think casual game, you think of... Pong and Tetris and that kind of hmm. group Like game. anyone can play. Yeah, but it could be that casual games is just like it's kind more, of experience. Yeah. It's not about the gameplay and the plot. Hmm. It's more about focusing the visuals and the gameplay into a medium. Hmm. So it's like blurring an art form. Hmm. So I mean, I think yeah, I'm liking the way thing. how they're developing. Taking, they're changing games from becoming hardcore into casual more that in everyone can play. Yeah. And that was interesting. And less like, about undermining hardcore. Yeah, it's more like, you know, like Prince of Persia, yeah? It's a proper game, but it's also casual enough that anyone can play it because there's not that huge amount of challenge. So I'm just liking, like, they've brought this in Prince of Persia. It's becoming more, like, yeah, friendly I mean, to anyone. Who, like, the health system is more forgiving. I mean, you don't have to learn, like, Monopoly. Or, yeah, yeah. Don't have I to mean, learn that's the thing. I was travel. interested in that I gave my dad, yeah, to play Prince of Persia, like, the old game, yeah? Two Thrones. Uh, and he was like... Do I have to move the ca like camera? It's like you have to use the other thumbstick. Like yeah, you gotta move the camera and do the platforming. Uh, and he got really confused because using one analog stick he was fine with and face buttons and everything. But then using the other thumbstick for control, mm -hmm. which brings me on to Two Human, where it doesn't have any camera control at all. So I think they're also doing that where Two Human is that they're trying to make it casual in that anyone can play it. And the fact that the you know, fighting is on the right thumbstick, you can just 
you know, thing button is, with mash. Good, with good enough design, nobody needs to really do anything with the camera. That's what Mario was about. Yeah. And God of War, you know. Like, if you make the camera good enough, then I'm fine. I don't want to control the camera, mm. you know. Uh, like, I don't, like, I remember, like, the last time it's camera control... Ninja Gaiden, it's got horrible camera. Yeah. So you have to babysit it a lot, and it just ruins the gameplay sometimes. Yeah, you know? it becomes, like, a second game onto yeah, itself. Yeah, like a mini-game that you have to use to survive, yeah. and it's just confusing. It, uh, you know, you, so, you, as I've mentioned already, sure, we should talk about Two Human, yeah. and the demo I played over Yamu's place. Uh, I think, pretty much, I thought, like, uh, I would play it for 10 minutes or whatever. Found out I was playing it... I played it once the demo, and then I played it again, and it became like... a different like, style. Yeah, and it became, I think, three hours of me <laughs> playing the game, and I was getting late to go home. But the home. thing is, I, I didn't mind, because he was having so much fun. Yeah. And it was really interesting to watch rather than play for me. Yeah. I... I think I got a lot more into it, because I was like, I want to explore more of this mm. game. What does this demo have to offer? And there's I, certain things that you don't... For me, I'm a kind of an FPS kind of... I do like RPGs, but not like Mass Effect as an item management and stuff like that. It's mm. more about the action. It's part. definitely yeah. What they've said is kind of like it's a Diablo clone where it's a lot of like loot stuff, mm. experience, uh, you know, yeah, armor balance stuff. Balance your armor. You know. Yeah, and it's like like uh, where in Kotor where it would be like the armor management, like you would get a crazy new weapon, crazy clothes or whatever. Yeah, in here it's like. All of these parts of your body, like armor, they have specific things like the one can more blunt resistance, whatever. Yeah. So the like if you if anyone hasn't played a two human demo, it's definitely one thing to play and judge whether you would get the game or not. And I'm uh, I was really impressed. I definitely want to play more of it. And uh, uh, Young said, I mean that I was saying like I wanted to get 360 just for this game because I know there's been a huge amount of hype for this game. Mm. And, uh, but, I mean, for me, it doesn't justify the hype. I mean, it, I felt it was going to be more Devil May Cry, kind of yeah. action-oriented, with the sword and the, you know, the buffness and the fighting style, that's all different. But it turns out it's only just stats and, you know, kind of, it's all the same it's, Yeah, that's the thing, it's an action RPG, so mm, it becomes a completely uh, different layer onto it. So, it, there is a, I'm pretty impressed that there's actual proper combat in it. Uh, in that, um, you know, uh, it's not, it's, uh, like, the enemies aren't hard, much like Devil like Cry, World, actually. but, uh, you, you know, you switch from enemies to enemies, and it's more of, like, uh, you kill all of them, and, uh, uh they all have health bars. I think stuff. talking about the game kind of diminishes my opinion of it, because then I'm talking about too much about all the crap, and once you actually play it, it's just, I had so much fun playing the game, I was like, trying to, like, I, I checked out the advanced melee combat and all that, like, it's pretty advanced, the combat, like, you gotta do specific things, and, uh, like, um, the juggle, yeah, mm. which not, not many people would try because they don't know it, but I found out that, because uh, the menu doesn't tell me, but you have to press uh, forward, forward on the right thumbstick, which is, controls all the combat, oh, yeah. and then you juggle, yeah, and then you press A, and then you, chim chim, you know, uh, do more right thumbstick um, uh, sword combat. So there's a there's also stuff with the guns and uh, what do you call? Uh, yeah, the funniest thing actually is kind of like the names for the weapons. Yeah, like, I mean, I, we had so much fun. Really. I was like so over the top. And... I'm trying to find which is the 
craziest name I could, the longest actually, was kind of like, Willful Tactical Shoulder Blades of Aggression, I think. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? But it's interesting, like, it's kind of like MMO, MMO-ish kind of names. Yeah, if you've seen uh, World of Warcraft yeah. and all that stuff and the Halo stuff, <laughs> they were like, oh, there's a snap rifle over there. Oh, the barrel-bladed long rifle. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, okay. Four stem, four strength, oh, no, leather do belt. Oh, oh. oh, now they all know you're a nerd. I think when I play to human, I'll do that. Like, oh my god, I got the willful tactical shoulder base of aggression. Oh, oh. I'll become a total Plus MMO. 48 nerd. damage. Awesome. So, mm. yeah, to human demo, if you definitely play it, it's way deeper than any demo I've played because there's so much into it. And I got to. I couldn't get to level 8, which some specific weapons and armor you get to, uh, but I did get to level 7 the second time through, and uh, a lot of stuff opens up, like uh, you get the fusion rifle, you get like the proper rifles with the grenade and... Uh, the hammer. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's also the cyberspace stuff, where it's more like you are connecting to the real world, so you're opening doors through it, and it's interesting, it's like puzzle thing. The interpretation and the plot and the general aesthetic and how the game world is working is really interesting because I feel that it's like Matrix, but in a Norse world. Yeah. The cyberspace is like you access it through these wells, which is just water, but it's like kind of... Handshake protocol. Yeah, handshake protocol. And it's got this like tinge of, you're the only one who knows the truth, which is hmm. this world was once lush. But the cybernetic and the mechanic yeah. and the virtual worlds kind of ruin it, it. It's almost yeah. It's pretty much like Matrix in that the the real world's gone. Yeah. It's all apocalyptic. So the Matrix is kind of like where it used to be in mm. the twentieth century. So. And we're fighting to restore that. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about Two Human because there's a lot of stuff in the demo, and I'm just gonna give it away. So it's like I, I'm liking the aesthetic, the graphics, the. Blah blah the, the bosses. Weird. <laughs> yeah, the Valkyries are interesting. Like when you see like your own teammates die, yeah, and then you see you could see like three Valkyries at the same time <laughs> taking them up. But uh, oh, I did the camera glitch. Yeah, yeah, somehow I was near a wall. Yeah, and the Valkyrie was taking me up, and I was following the Valkyrie camera <laughs> and seeing your body go up. That was kind of cool. It's like transcending from the point of view of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And the cool thing, I like the when you get on top of the troll, you have to balance yourself Shadow Colossus style, and then you stab down, yeah? The impact doesn't look as graphically impressive or, as seeing like ink coming off yeah. Shadow Colossus, but with different weapons, you get different yeah, kind of... Yeah, chop off the arm. Yeah, sort of I mean, better. when I did the hammer, oh, and I didn't know you could shoot off the arm, so it's coming? like more of you think about... Are people not watching the movie? Yeah, we're going to see Wally. Well, but Daddy's leaving right now, so we have to go right now. Oh, okay. We're, okay, give us Can't two we minutes. Can we take the bus? No, the There's bus no doesn't bus. work on Sunday. Oh. Anyway, back to this. Uh, yeah. I just want to say, like, oh, if you church. can take down the arms, and I didn't realize that you can target specific parts of the troll. So you take down the arm. So the hammer, the thing it hits is down. So that's pretty cool. I didn't notice that. And then you kill the troll very easy. We'll, we'll do it later. So yeah, play the game, play to human, whether you want to buy it or not, it's kind of like, uh, that's how you're going to decide, and yeah, that's it, we'll see you guys later, and we gotta go see Wally. Bye! Bye! Oh dude, four strength, four stam, leather belt, ah! Level 18?